Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that I will be hosting a free live workshop every Wednesday this month at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Just go to eva.fit forward slash workshop to register. In this one hour workshop, I'm going to be teaching why we overeat and how to stop. And it's completely free. You will leave knowing exactly what needs to change for you to get the results that you're wanting so that you can finally find peace and freedom around food and start losing weight for good. So go to eva.fit forward slash workshop to register. I have a question. How do you make decisions? Losing weight is all about the series of decisions that you make. So... Are you wishy-washy or are you decisive? Decisions are how we create everything in life. The things that we want and the things that we don't want. As a life coach, the simplest way to explain what I do is I help people make decisions. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the process of decision making. You'll want to have a pen and paper nearby because I'm going to be posing questions for you to answer. And I know that a lot of you are thinking about making a decision about something, whether it's work-related, whether it's weight loss-related, this will help for any decision. So what decisions are you needing to make? Are you thinking about quitting your job? Are you thinking about breaking up with your dusty boyfriend? Are you thinking about whether or not you're ready to lose weight? Start with identifying exactly what decision you're trying to make. So here's how the decision-making process works. The first step is to list all of your fears. Now, why is this important? So many of us run from our fears because we're terrified of facing them. We either try not to think about them or we get consumed by them and allow our fears to paralyze us. So by listing your fears, you're giving them a name. I love the idea that shame can't survive in the light. Once you acknowledge and name your fears, they're no longer hiding in the dark waiting to creep up on you. When we don't allow ourselves to face our fears, we end up eating our emotions, drinking to avoid them, lashing out at people, or pretty much anything but making decisions. That's why it's important to give your fears a voice. And that's what you do when you write them on paper. So write down, what are my fears? What am I most worried about? And don't judge any of what you write. There is nothing to be ashamed of. They're just your thoughts. This is one of the things that I work a lot on with my clients, how to feel your feelings and how to recognize your thoughts and which ones to change and which ones to keep. It's so important that you learn the skills of honoring your emotions, because that's exactly why so many of us spend so much time eating and feeling bad about ourselves instead of feeling the damn feelings when we're disappointed, when someone hurts us, when things don't go as planned. 
So step two is the concept of giving equal airtime to what is possible. This means that we make a conscious effort to focus our attention on the other side of the coin. Most of the time, what we do is we sit around and we think about what we can't do, why we can't do it, who's to blame for the reason why we can't do this, what's wrong with our lives. That's what we spend a lot of time ruminating about, right? And that's when we're trying to make a decision. We try to make a decision by focusing on what we're afraid of and what probably won't happen. So step two to making a decision is to let the other side also have a voice because that's the side that's trying to get your attention to remind you of the goals and dreams you have. That voice reminds you that just because you're scared doesn't mean you don't want to do it. This is how we start teaching ourselves to consider that things might actually go right. And there's a possibility that we could feel better because the truth is, we don't feel better staying stuck in fear. We think we do, but we don't get relief from feeling fearful by staying stuck. We get rid of fear by changing our thinking and by doing what we're scared to do and not giving up until we prove that there's nothing to be afraid of. But too many of us choose to stay stuck in fear and in this false safety net of indecisiveness of I want to, but I don't, but I do, but I shouldn't, but maybe I should. Right. And it's not a coincidence that indecisive people, people that can't make up their damn mind and waffle back and forth and overthink everything. Those people don't have results. Those people don't lose weight. Because those people don't take the leap. So here are the questions for step two. What is possible for me with this decision that I'm trying to make? What good might come of this decision? What would be different three months from now if I make this decision? Now, this may be hard if you've never really given equal airtime to both sides of the coin. So you may want to say, I don't know what's possible. I've never done this before. And that's okay. Just guess. Daydream. Push yourself to think bigger. It's okay if you have some doubts. That's better than just believing your limiting beliefs or believing some bullshit thought like this is too hard or I don't know how. A confused mind will always say no. I've noticed that when we narrow the length of time, it feels less scary. That's why I encourage you to think ahead in intervals so it's less daunting. Saying, I'm willing to stick with it for three months feels more doable. That's actually one of the main reasons why I start my private coaching packages at three months. A lot of my clients first come to me terrified because they've never really invested in themselves. They haven't been able to keep the weight off by themselves. And so they have very little belief in themselves. So there's belief in yourself and belief in the process. And when they're not aligned, you stay in confusion. And when you stay in confusion, nothing changes. So step three is accepting that fear and doubt are normal when you're doing new things and stepping outside of your comfort zone. They don't mean don't do it. The way that our brain works, our brain's job is to give us pause. It's just a signal asking you, are you sure? 
It doesn't mean stop. And this is something that I spend time explaining in my workshops that I'm hosting this month. How our brain has evolved and how that affects how and why we overeat. Thousands of years ago, when we lived in caves, leaving the cave was scary because at any given moment, a bear or a tiger might jump out of the bushes and eat you. So the fear was a cue for you to pause and assess. The fear wasn't meant for you to stay scared and never leave the cave and therefore starve to death because you're too scared to hunt for food. In the modern world, there is no tiger waiting in the bushes. But whenever we feel fear or doubt, our brain still thinks that there's danger on the other side. So when you're too scared to invest in yourself, too scared to commit to weight loss, too scared to put yourself first, to prioritize your peace and leave that job or leave that guy or take that class or do that certification because you're scared that you might fail, you're keeping yourself stuck. You're staying stuck in the cave, starving yourself from what's possible for you on the other side. What's the worst that can happen? You fail? Let me tell you this as someone whose paralyzing fear of failure has prevented me from doing some epic shit in my life. The worst thing that can happen is you fail and then you feel bad for a while. Fear and doubt are not a big deal. They're just a signal to pause and make sure that you've done step two. Tell yourself why it's going to be okay because you've thought it through. You've given equal airtime to both sides and you've thought about what's possible, what might happen if you move forward. And this is important because your brain is designed to think about all the things that could go wrong just to keep you safe in the cave. So when you think about what could go right, you're able to make a more grounded decision. Fear and doubt are there to make sure we don't make crazy, life-threatening decisions on a whim. But if we're not giving the equal airtime and thinking about what's possible on the other side of the decision, they can also keep us from going after our dreams and achieving our goals. A lot of us have chosen to trade relief from feeling fear and not moving forward for a lifetime of regret. Regret is actually a much more painful emotion than fear and doubt. That's why when people are on their deathbeds, they usually talk about the things that they regret not going after, the things that they didn't do. I know I want to live my life to the absolute fullest and have as little regret as possible because I definitely have a few when my time has come. And even if I didn't get the results, I don't want it to be because I didn't try or because I was a scaredy cat. So here are the questions to answer for step three. Am I willing to miss out on the new life that I can create with this decision because I'm scared? Why or why not? And if the answer is yes, yes, you are willing to miss out, then just be honest with yourself. And if you're not willing to miss out despite being afraid, why not? The next question is, will I regret not doing this thing? Why or why not? If I don't do this thing, what will my life look like? These steps in the decision-making process will help you figure out 
what you're going to do next. They will paint the whole picture for you so that you're not going back and forth in your head. But I want to encourage you to be honest with yourself. When I used to do recruiting, I would train teams on how to interview candidates. And one thing I always taught during the decision-making process was to always decide a yes or no. Because people like to hide in the perceived safety of maybe. Maybe is being indecisive. Maybe does not serve anyone. Maybe just holds up the process and wastes people's time. It's either a yes or a no. And if it's a maybe, then it's a no. Be decisive. It's your life. Either be all in or be all out. Don't be in the middle. Nothing happens there. No progress is made straddling the fence. This actually comes up sometimes when I do consults. It just happened the other day, actually, which is what inspired me to create this episode. I spoke with someone who said she wanted to lose weight and went through the whole process only to say, I need to think about it. I'm just really indecisive with everything. And I knew right away, she's not ready. And I don't work with people who are not ready to change. Because I've learned this the hard way as a coach. I end up working harder to help them get their results. And it's not fair to me or them. So I don't do that anymore. If you're not sure, it's a no. And that's okay. I always say, when you are ready, let me know. And if I still have a spot open, I'll let you know. But this is why I don't chase people. And this applies to every situation. Think about it. When you're in a convincing energy, trying to convince someone to do something, or trying to convince yourself to do something that you're not quite sure about, it doesn't feel empowering. When you're in indecisive energy, it doesn't feel empowering either. It's better to just be honest with yourself. It's okay to just say, no, I'm not ready. And if you're not sure, explore why with the questions from this episode until you get to an answer that you feel good about. Being scared is normal. I'm not asking you to make decisions and feel confident right away. Confidence takes time. Confidence comes after you've gone through the fear and the doubt. But being indecisive will keep you stuck exactly where you are. Remember, you can't create results from a place of confusion. And a confused mind will always say no. And you owe it to yourself to go after all of your goals. Because if you have a goal or a dream in your heart, it's because you were meant to go after it. Okay, my friends, that's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.